This is Turning Left, a NASCAR podcast. Tune in each week for race recaps, race previews, winner predictions, gambling odds, and driver fantasy scores. Buckle up, hold your line, and keep turning left. Turning left, back here again to recap our race over the weekend at Atlanta. I'm Dakota here along again with Calman. Calman, how you doing? Uh, I am doing uh, okay. Uh, I would probably compare, or yeah, I'd probably compare this week to uh, how the Wet Bandits felt when they were trying to get into the McAllister household. This week's not been uh, not been amazing, but we're almost out of it, so. Thank God. The week is almost over, which is bringing us closer to the week. We'll recap the race. I guess we will go uh, top 10 here and just review coming in at number 10. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick was on the mic. Uh, he did not like his car at all this weekend. He was having issues from the get-go. NASCAR puts out the radio chatter after the races, and it was kind of funny listening to him. I think he called it the biggest piece of crap car he's driven here in his career. <laughs> so Martin Truex Jr. coming in at number nine, William Byron at number eight. Chris Buescher gets himself first top 10 finish of the season. Austin Dillon at number six. Kyle Busch at number five. Denny Hamlin, number four. Alex Bowman with a bounce back. I believe he said this was a great race. Nothing happened, <laughs> which is exactly what he wanted <laughs> after the uh, unfortunate luck he had last week. Kyle Larson dominated most of the race. He led a race high 269 laps. And man, he was flying. Again, that radio chatter was kind of interesting to listen to Ryan Blaney, who is behind him coming up to the end of the race, who would be the eventual winner, was saying he could not believe how Larson was gripped to that track. I mean, he was flying inside and it was just ridiculous. And Unfortunately for him, with about seven to go, Ryan Blaney was able to take advantage. Ryan Blaney seemed to have the much better long-run car. He was pretty excited with 53 to go, and he said over the radio he felt pretty good. He would be the eventual winner, which is six races now, six different winners this season. I am I really like Ryan Blaney. I, I, I think, you know... <laughs> Getting him a win on a, a race that is is not a super speedway, which is always kind of the knock on him. That's the only place that he wins was pretty cool. I I guess was a week late on Ryan Blaney. I had him to win the race last week, and good run for Ryan Blaney here. Some losers this week, unfortunately. Kurt Busch, my pick to win the race. Upon a restart, his brother Kyle spun his tires or locked him up or something, and our uh, good pal Denny Hamlin <laughs> who was got right pick. on the back. <laughs> who was your pick? Took out my pick. <laughs> Denny Hamlin got right on the back and just put him right into the wall. He was very upset with that as expected. He was running a really good race. He was running top three for quite a while. So once again, I was texting you a little bit early. You know, hey, feel good about my pick. Look where he's at. Uh, since that was a bit of a, not a surprise pick, but an underdog to win. And unfortunately, he got a did not finish. Chase Elliott as well blew an engine late. Got it, did not finish. He finished back in 38th position. Kurt Busch finished back in 39th. Denny Hamlin, another consistent top five finish. That puts him, again, he's got a pretty decent lead here in points at 277. He is in first place. Kyle, Kyle Larson to follow. Joey Logano, Martin Truex in fourth. Kozlowski in fifth. Kevin Harvick in sixth. Blaney now up to seventh. William Byron, number eight. Christopher Bell, nine. And Chase Elliott rounds out our top 10. Another different winner this week. Uh, I thought the race was pretty good overall. I, I thought it was um, the last, I would say, probably 50 or so laps after that last pit stop was was super entertaining, I thought. Yeah, I, I thought it was it was pretty entertaining. I will say this, though. Atlanta is definitely no homestead. 
Just it's not even close. It, it wasn't. I mean, I, I would probably say that was probably, in my opinion, the weakest race. I enjoyed it, but oh, you know, probably the weakest race. I would think uh, in terms of like action and just you know memorable moments. Um, again, Ryan Blaney. Well, we did have a few. So Anthony Alfredo almost killed somebody this week. I'm not sure if you saw that or not. <laughs> was that when he spun out in pit road? Yeah, he entered his he entered uh, he overshot his box, and unfortunately, you know, kind of like a rookie mistake. Uh, I, I don't know, like. Can you enter the pit box backwards? Is that allowed? Uh, you can. You can. Um, as long as you're inside the uh, the box, then yeah, you're so, okay. Yeah, so, you know, kind of a rookie mistake. I was going to say, I just wanted to correct myself if I was wrong there. I, I thought you could. And I was going to say, you know, he kind of made a rookie mistake. He turned the car completely around. He overshot it. Uh, so his back end swung, almost took out, uh, looked like one of the pit crew swapping out a rear tire. And he completely turned his car around instead of just entering it backwards and coming out of it that way. So rookie mistake for him. Uh, he he looks a little lost this year, I think, in the Cup Series. Not too sure if he's ready yet. It'd be something to watch, I suppose. He's got a cool name, so that'll... <laughs> I always yeah. look out for him anytime I see Alfredo. I think they call him the Pasta Man, so... Yeah. <laughs> we also had some Xfinity drama. Again, Noah Gregson just cannot stay out of the news. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Him and uh, Daniel Hemrick's fight this weekend? Well, it just it seems like there's like many layers to this argument that they're kind of having right now. You know, obviously what happened on the track, you have uh, somebody overshot their pit stall, which caused uh, Daniel Hemrick to overshoot, uh, overshoot his pit stall, which then caused Noah Gregson to overshoot his pit stall. And I guess as Noah Gregson uh, drove by Daniel Hemrick, he flipped him the bird, which is, uh, you know, something that it seems like uh, Gregson would, would probably do. And uh, he ended up reversing into Daniel Hemrick's car uh, while it was being serviced. Uh, now, I will say he was he didn't reverse like, you know, super hard or anything into the car. But, you know, it's just enough to, you know, kind of ruffle some feathers, especially when you have people working on the car that don't really have any protection. You know, they're not surrounded by a sheet metal and a and a, you know, a, a roll cage. So that caused some uh, that caused some anger in, in the Daniel Hemrick's camp. So after the race, when during an interview with Noah Gregson, uh, Hemrick came and uh, confronted him. A couple punches were thrown. I don't think that uh, Gregson landed that first punch. I think that uh, Hemrick was able to kind of dodge that, which is actually pretty impressive. But uh, I think he- Hemrick got a shot on uh, Gregson's eye. Uh, of course, that's according to what he said after in his interview. It, it, this this has been crazy over, over Twitter this week. Um, there's been tweets from drivers that said, you know, no one should intervene until a driver hits the ground. It should be like hockey. Uh, I know that, <laughs> Just let him drop the glove. Yeah. Corey LaJoy said that he would uh, help fund that. Denny Hamlin took to Twitter and was very uh, critical of Noah Gregson. He said, you know, don't give him a mic. And he's, you know, basically saying that, you know, this kind of uh, on track and off the track behavior is not acceptable. So it's uh, it's it's been wild, you know. For for what it for what it's worth, the Xfinity series has kind of been uh, it's been more headline grabbing than the Cup series has this year, and it's it's kind of kind of mind blowing, you know. It, it makes me kind of worry a little bit with Noah Gregson because I think he only has like two wins in his uh, two years racing, so he doesn't really have a ton of success uh, in that series, and it, it seems like he may be starting to become somewhat of a distraction so 
I'm not really sure what what's going to happen after this. You know, it's a long season and a lot more crazy things are probably going to happen. I don't think this is the last we'll hear of Noah Gregson this year. But I don't know if you caught this, Dakota, but when uh, Daniel Hemrick was walking away, uh, I think it was uh, Harrison Burton went over and fist bumped him as he was leaving. And that was somebody that fought with Gregson last year. <laughs> so, awesome. it's yeah, it's pretty funny. So. Yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happened in, in the Xfinity series. Yeah, Gregson. So I wasn't watching the Xfinity race. I was actually out that night, and I saw it on ESPN was playing the highlight. And I was like, wow, this is the only time we see NASCAR on ESPN. <laughs> it's yeah. when they're fighting or something along those lines. I don't even think the ESPN, I think, cut ties with NASCAR. Maybe it was some other sports, um, you know, recap show. I'm pretty sure it was ESPN, though. But so, like, on yeah. one hand, you know, you're getting these networks and, you know, people talking about the sport. But on the other hand, not for really all the right reasons, although it is entertaining. I'm I'm all for it. I I think Noah Gregson should just – and I think I said this after his last his last issue – when he ra- when he ran into when he lost the race, he just leaned into that villain role. Like it's entertaining. I thought it was funny, and I did see some of the NASCAR drivers reach out. I saw Kyle Busch gave some advice for him too. I, I did not see anything that Dale Jr. said, which um, I was really interested. The last time, last time he pretty much said he's not going to be a you know helicopter owner. He's going to let his driver. He doesn't want to affect Gregson's driving style by telling him to behave a certain way. I have not listened to his podcast this week yet. I will be just because I want to see what he has to say. If any, if he brings it up, because last yeah. time he was a little hesitant to do so. But yeah, what, what, no, Gregson, we need to get him in the cup series. Could you imagine him going with uh, Joey Logano or Denny Hamlin? Oh my <laughs> God. It's, it would be insane. Bring him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I saw someone quote Dale Earnhardt Jr. today on Twitter, and I guess this is from their most recent podcast. Um, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. said last time he told Gregson to cool it, uh, Gregson started taking uh, jujitsu classes so he could be a better fighter. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if that's like 100% true, but I saw somebody quote it. Uh, and they had a check mark next to their name, so I'm assuming that it probably is true. Yeah, I, well, you know what? With, with this, I might have to start. Gregson's making Xfinity races must-watch TV at this point, so maybe I'll check in this week. We have a lot of racing to cover this week. iRacing makes its return this Wednesday, so that'll be something to watch. We'll probably talk about that on our race prediction show later this week, which we will give our predictions, fantasy updates, scores, and betting odds for the race that everybody's been waiting for, Bristol Dirt. Again, that's going to be this Sunday. That is the Food City Dirt Race at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. So until next time, thanks for listening. We'll see you. See you.